Hi, all. I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, June 22nd, 2023, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro. Imagine the spatial data possibilities. Our subject matter experts today are Emily Ullman, CEO and Chief Media Officer for Greater San Francisco Bay Area Hopscotch Interactive, hopscotchinteractive.com. Hey, Emily, thanks for being back on the show. Thanks, Dan. I'm, I'm super excited about this topic. Thank you. Awesome. And also joining us is Paolo Tassolini. Paolo is the founder and creative technologist for Bellevue, Washington-based Tossolini Productions, Tossolini.com. Paolo, thank you too for being back on the show. Thank you, Dana. Always a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Uh, uh, Emily, for context for today's show, tell us about Hopscotch Interactive. So Hopscotch Interactive is a real estate marketing agency, as you mentioned, based in the Bay Area. And we, our original tagline was, extra, you know, promoting extraordinary spaces through 3D and VR. So we've evolved over the years, but uh, we were founded originally as a Matterport and media services agency to, or media services company to help companies uh, promote their spaces. Uh, and I was an early Matterport user and uh, over the last few years, you know, we've evolved, but I, along the journey, uh, really dove deeply into VR and XR and was the president of the VR AR Association uh, San Francisco chapter. I'm still very active. Um, I'm an advisory council member for Augmented World Expo and uh, ambassador for the Area Award, Area Awards, which are in Europa Park in Germany every year for XR excellence um, for entertainment. So it's it's very much a part of my DNA now. And uh, so, yeah, I consider myself to be a metaverse scholar, if you will. Spatial first, 2017. Correct. Yes. And so in 2017, when AR kit was announced, I joined forces with a couple of other co-founders uh, in uh, one co-founder in the geospatial um, arena and then another technical co-founder who had built VR experiences. And we launched a mobile interface for spatial computing for uh, commercial real estate. And uh, we ran that company from 2017 until 2020. And called Spatial First. Spatial First. That's right. <laughs> and, and sounds timely and topical for us. That's right. And uh, Paolo, uh, uh, for context for today's show, tell us about Tossolini Productions. Sure. So Tossolini Production um, is a digital uh, creative studio. So we focus uh, on uh, business storytelling using emerging technologies, which uh, in, in other words means um, we help um, companies, organizations tell their stories um, by creating presentations, uh, interactive presentations um, using emerging media, uh, including touchscreen solutions uh, for events, trade shows, lobbies, uh, showrooms, um, we also do motherboard scans. We have been an MSP uh, since 2015. And we also have been doing a lot of experimentation and some projects on AR, VR, 
and most recently also AI, just because it all comes together nicely here. <laughs> and, and doing a lot of mashups of Matterport with AR, VR, XR, MR, whatever letters yeah. there are. Uh, That's true. How many productions that, have been doing mashups? Yeah, the, 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 the word mashup, uh, the, the, the definition is really how can we put together multiple technologies um, in a creative way so we can create new value, or maybe there is zero value. We don't know, but unless you try and we we put A plus B and maybe plus C, then uh, we don't know what what can come come out. So um, mashups are one of, of our specialties, and we love also to share the end results with the community. So we have been doing it on Wigan. We get around network on uh, the Facebook uh, Matterport groups and and YouTube and so on. Yes, thank you for sharing your sure. Matterport mashups with the We Get Around Network Forum community. Speaking of mashups, what happens when you mash up Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? Your thoughts? You want to go first, Amelie, because I'm, I, I I can start and then we can we can tackle it. Paolo, why, why don't you go first? Yeah, why don't you go first, Paolo? So um, it's, it's a good question. So I, I haven't tried the device yet, but I can only imagine the possibility here. It's, it's almost like a prompt, a prompt to Paolo AI, imagine the possibility. So uh, there are multiple ways that um, uh, I can think about the motherboard. So do, do you want to capture data or do you want to consume the data? The processing is, it happens in the middle. So it's, it's less important, my opinion. But when it comes to capturing, um, I'm thinking one day, and I don't think it's too uh, too far away from the date of the release of the Vision Pro, that you will be able to get your Vision Pro, walk around the room, and use that lidar that is you know the, the, those sensors and uh, scan that room. And I bet that um, um, apps like Polycam, and they are already salivating with the idea I can port my my app into the goggles, and it will just work uh, with very few modifications. What do you think, Emily? That, that, that doesn't think like Listen, it's natural. This is why Paolo and I have been friends for so long. And uh, because we are birds of a feather, you know, we, uh, we are both huge fans, obviously, of the Matterport system and also of Polycam, which was my favorite app that I was uh, playing with in 2022 hands down um so if people haven't used that before um, polycam uses your mobile lidar uh, on your device and helps you scan objects and spaces you can scan a room you can make floor plans and it sort of you know is a very elegant way of capturing space and we've always said in the vr community and I think that Paolo is one of the leaders in this because he really treats this like a community, which was one of the things that attracted me to the VR space was that it was a, a group of like-minded thinkers and people that wanted to experiment and, and the joy that that brought us meant we were happy to share what we were doing with other people. It's about learning because we all knew there was no business case that would sustain the whole industry yet. And well, uh, so, so Paolo's proposed that uh, Matterport capture with the Apple Vision Pro might be a reality. Apple came out with the Vision uh, OS SDK just yesterday. Do you think Matterport is already on it in terms of uh, capture with uh, yeah. Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro plus? 
J jumping Sorry. in, Emily, I, I, I have yes, an opinion I, there. I it's true. The reason why, though, and you have to understand is that if you look back at uh, all other previous headsets, they were scanning the geometry and, uh, you know, they have they have LIDAR, but they're not combining photography um, and LIDAR. Right. So that's the difference is that the Apple Vision Pro is a camera plus the, you know, object recognition or scanning ability, LIDAR ability, and then the M2 processing chip, it has everything under the hood that it needs to be able to create a Matterport scan. And that's new. That's new for a headset. Um, and so, yes, I agree with Paolo 100%. Do you think that's going to happen? Apple, or excuse me, uh, Matterport is going to release uh, Matterport capture via the Apple Vision Pro? Well, I don't know the I, I, so I'm not sure if it, if it would make sense personally to, to release it. <laughs> it. They can, they can easily do it. But imagine you scanning a 360 by doing this a hundred times in a house. I don't think it's, it's practical and, and it doesn't, so technically it's feasible. Is it practical? practical? Uh, I don't know. But let's However, go on to things that might be practical. Uh, I, I like to think of practical as things that make money, save money, save time. In the category of make money, what might be some of the use cases of Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? Emily? Uh, probably uh, Matterport. You have to think of Matterport evolving into a wayfinding and augmented reality platform more than the current version of Matterport, which is really about the dollhouse and tours. And you have to look back at maybe even the timeline that you and I discussed before where, where Matterport switched to a digital twin company. Uh, which is the after people get excited about spatial computing again, all of a sudden digital twin, I promise you, will be the next, uh, you know, live at five we're going to want to do because everybody's going to want to talk about digital twins. So, yes, uh, annotating spaces with information and Matterport having a, um, you know, a lot of third party developers that are doing that and also Matterport bringing that into its, uh, you know, native um, software. I think that will be. I think that's where you're going to see it more than like what Paolo says, doing 360s in a headset, hmm. not as interesting as wayfinding, um, labeling, documenting, uh, all of these other kinds of things Matterport is also good for, but will be optimized on a headset. Uh, Emily, you've I done some uh, mashups of uh, augmented reality meets Matterport uh, using a smartphone uh, and a Matterport uh, partners uh, tech, uh, would the Apple Vision Pro be a better way to experience wayfinding than just using your smartphone? Well, you mean from a from a form factor? I think, you know, it's a good question because right now Apple Vision Pro seems to be built for more stationary uh, experiences. And I don't know that it's going to do as well, for example, moving indoors to outdoors. And uh, that's one of the questions that I have. And again, I'm like, Paolo, I haven't tried it yet. But right now, even an, an iPad, you know, an iPad can work if it has the, the tracking, uh, you know, or, or a phone. 
but I'm not so sure that I'm going to walk around with the Apple Vision Pro the same way I would uh, maybe with the Magic Leap or with a different headset. Uh, you, you mentioned a couple other technologies. Uh, uh, you know, I wrote down a list before the show, HTC Vive, Meta Quest, Oculus, uh, Microsoft HoloLens, Magic Leap, Android AR Core, uh, WebXR. Uh, is there anything about the Apple Vision Pro that is different than things that have previously been done? Paolo, do you want to jump in? Sure. I, I think, um, yes, the, the, there, there are differences. Um, and, and I think everything that has uh, happened before, it helped uh, Apple to, to come up with uh, the, the current device. So mag Magic Leap that uh, I think, Emily, you might have one right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, shall I, shall I demonstrate my yeah, magic well... for you guys? Okay, here. Let's see. Yeah, here I'll it is. So, so Emily okay. has a I used yeah, to have one too. On. <laughs> Right, even with my ponytail, it still works. And that was so, one of the things that, yeah, yeah, here we go. So, and remember battery pack here. So that's the other thing. Yeah, but I, I wanna say, you know, these things didn't really take off like a rocket ship that perhaps early adopters thought would happen. So is there something different about Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro than maybe some of the preceding VR, AR tech? I, yes, I think uh, the technology has matured. Uh, we went through some uh, the summers and the winters of VR. So people are more used to uh, these devices, not yeah. to the extent that everybody has one necessarily, but uh, people are more accepting. Uh, along the way, uh, like Microsoft came out with HoloLens, uh, the two versions of HoloLens. Um, and they, I don't know if they're going to come out with a third, who knows, um, but uh, they, the, every first version of any new hardware is, um, is difficult. It's, uh, you have to figure out what, how to sell it, the use cases and so on. At the beginning, HoloLens was, um, uh, they didn't even know how, how you know, who to sell to, but now we have the, the, the army, uh, we have uh, use cases about the remote um, assistance, um, uh, remote help, um, uh, architectural visualization. So those are becoming more enterprise. I believe, um, and confirm you, Emily, but the, even Magic Leap uh, is thinking, oh, these devices cost a lot of money. They're difficult to build. Uh, let's sell it to the enterprise that they have more money and because $3,000 or how much it, it costs now. Uh, 3,500 for the, starting at 3,500 for the Apple Vision Pro. For Vision. I wear glasses, so presumably it would cost me more right. for some Zeiss lenses for yeah. the Apple Vision Pro. So I'm, I'm trying to understand. Uh, so to me, it's an, it's an evolution. And then, but until you put this ha headset into the hands of hundreds of thousands of developers, it's hard to figure out all of the different and vertical use cases. In my opinion, when we think about Matterport and uh, Vision Pro, I see a world of uh, visualization that takes to the next level. Imagine, um, again, it's not about scanning a place. It's about visualizing it. All this data coming in is a digital twin. I can grab the digital twin in front of me. I can call somebody, I can call Dan and Emily and have a FaceTime with them. 
and says, oh, what do you think about this building? Let me rotate it. And then I see you pointing to a, a live data source and you click and then you zoom in from the, from the dollhouse into the actual uh, walkthrough. To me, that's a strong use case. So uh, let me pause there and then ask you a follow-up on that. So yeah. uh, I'm going to assume, correct me if you think I'm totally wrong, but that every existing Matterport tour should work fine within an Apple Vision Pro, which let, let's just make that assumption. It does. It already it does. does. Yeah, it already would because yeah. it's already so, it's, it's possible. Yeah. It's a browser. So, <laughs> so Paolo, you mentioned two things. Um, using Apple FaceTime to yeah. communicate and collaborate around a space. Yeah. Do you think that 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 that's a a a, um, a significant plus. use case of a mashup of Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro plus FaceTime or some other mechanism for communicating around a space, collaborating and communicating? Yes, and, and the reason is uh, if you watch um, so when it was announced i had to watch twice the keynote just to 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 get it uh, to understand it well and then i went to the developer um sessions and started watching the individual sessions apple is putting an emphasis on uh, collaboration they have these frameworks that uh, uh, framework to share things sh uh, frameworks to design things and so on and now sharing content and and um, and, and visual staying in the same space uh, and and uh, connecting on on the same object, for example, I think it's it's a pretty strong uh, use case. Has it been uh, explored enough? No, because the, the, everything is so new, right? So, but that, uh, it's easy to think how we can have a, a FaceTime and we can collaborate on a 3D model. The 3D model is doable. By the way, uh, I think yesterday with the SDK, they also, Apple also announced that they are supporting web XR standards, right? Uh, Emily, I think it's uh, that's uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Which means that uh, you, you open Safari and potentially you could have a 3D objects right, right there, which is pr pretty cool. And FaceTime and then you and I, we, we can all talk about the, the same the same object and, and picking up and moving to a different room. So we don't know what we don't know, but I think the vision is, is there. Yeah, but... there's a couple of things, Dan. Also, you asked about what's different. And um, one of the things that's really different uh, with this design is that the video pass through. So you have to imagine when you have a Quest 2 or uh, you, know, you have one of these um, headsets on, um, or, or a VR headset, for example, there's sort of this pass through camera was a really important step, which enabled us to have, like, I can, I can exit my experience and I can see the world around me. And what's really innovative and apparently from the reports I've heard, uh, so groundbreaking about the Apple Vision Pro is that the pass through is the highest fidelity. It's the most uh, lifelike and so you really are not feeling like you take your headset off and you just left this other experience and then you came back to the real world. Um, so what I like about it is that maybe sort of playing off of what Paolo is uh, discussing on the collaboration is that instead of feeling like you're going to collaborate and you have to enter into a game environment or you have to enter into this other 
world in order to do it, the collaboration feels like it's just an extension of your desktop. It, it feels like it's an extension of our reality uh, because it is, it's powerful and the pass through is so much better. So, and if you add to that one other thing, well, I can get into it later, but you know, you're using gestures to control the device right now. You're not using a controller. So that would be the question that I would have is as a user, does Matterport's content lend itself to gesture control? Or do we feel like for the precision of collaboration, we will need a, some sort of a equivalent of a, you know, a, a controller or something else? So I have a lot of questions, but I think it's very different than what we've seen so far. So if, if, uh, if uh, sorry, Pablo, go ahead. No, 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 I, I was just piggyback on, on, on what uh, Emily said. So uh, motherboard support will be out of the box um, using, you open Safari, you open a, a link, a motherboard link, you will see your model. Now, is this cool enough uh, to purchase a Vision Pro? I, I, I don't think so. However, um, I could see Matterport uh, trying to, to think, okay, what, what else can we offer to make it even more immersive? That's right. Is it, and we don't know yet what that will be. Is it about the, the Well, that's 3D why model? we're asking you, what, 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 what is it, what might be the possibility of, instead of, uh, how to say this, you know, okay, you take Matterport, you stick it inside of uh, Apple Vision Pro, that doesn't really seem to take advantage of every right. technology that's now going on in Apple Vision Pro. So, you know, if you have 12 cameras, five sensors, six microphones, uh, Emily mentioned uh, gestures, uh, you know, tapping, flicking, expanding, uh, voice, tapping up here, uh, uh, control by eye. Yeah. Uh, what are the possibilities instead of having these things, devices on your wrists where you can just tap or look or touch or stretch or, or shrink? Is there something exciting where that where Matterport gets mashed up with Apple Vision Pro? So do you remember when uh, a Matterport supported what, is, what was called um, VR Core or something? Yeah, VR Core. It felt uh, more immersive. <laughs> Uh, already. And then the people already said, oh, this is so cool. However, I can only move, but I cannot have all the, you know, the, the, the meta, matter tags and so on. So what else could be done if you can blend the environment uh, in, in, in Vision Pro? So what I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, um, brainstorming right now, but imagine that with the little wheel, you can switch in between uh, the pass-through and, and, and the motherboard. You are in the location, and then you put uh, mother tags on a re on the real space, and now you, you turn on the mother tags, and then you see the mother tags, but you see the actual room, like here. So I tap the mother tag, and I see magically things happen, but all those mother tags are being authored originally on the motherboard platform, and they perfectly overlap and overlay with the actual environment. To me, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, but I go, going back to Emily has done these mashups, and I think, in fact, you have two, Paulo, of Matterport plus AR plus a smartphone is an example. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just wondering, uh, is there something different and unique about the Apple Vision Pro mashed up with Matterport that is a better uh, 
and I don't want to say viewing experience because maybe that's not the right thing. It's some interactive experience. I, mean, I, I have an idea. So, I mean, when you look at the current generation of how Matterport has uh, gone from, for example, originally we had to have VR uh, sort of on, for the gear VR, we had to have those spaces uh, basically hand uh you know handcrafted for you're, you're going reality. back in time a little bit so i think it's about time. 2015 2006 let's go back to 2015 2015 and matterport offered uh uh, uh vr in gear vr mm -hmm. and google and, cardboard yeah and it was a i want to say a stereoscopic virtual reality experience but it, it could only be done by Hand, it's somebody, and you paid a lot of money to Matterport. To you go. paid about $500 a space and you had the VR showcase. So you still had an app, right? So you had an app and that was how you accessed it. And then you would put it in your gear VR uh, or you put it in, yeah, your gear VR. And then uh, uh, later we moved from that into like, let's just jump a little bit further forward. We had the VR core where they got rid of the really nice transitions. And then we were going from pano to pano which is really so just to clarify for our audience and may not have so oh. the original experience it i would say it literally felt like you were walking through the 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 space yeah and the next generation was really Step felt back. like you were moving from bubble to bubble yeah. uh and it didn't it didn't cost you $500 and it was available i want to say immediately yeah. but it it wasn't the same experience. I right. I know my wife on that first generation she put put the Gear VR on for the first time got nausea and said, "Nope, not going to use this again." Uh and then maybe the that second generation was designed to reduce that, but it it never went in. I don't think of VR going anywhere with Matterport at that time. I mean, it was definitely not a priority to them because they were trying to scale other things. And it was one of the VR winters, if you will. But what they did instead of really supporting that is that they um, they did make a change a couple years ago, ago where they introduced a different um, code in their, uh, M, in their links. So if you go on now to copy a link in the Matterport system, you'll see that there is a, uh, a bit of code that says spatial XR tracking. And when you have spatial XR tracking on your links, then if you have your model on your website right now, today, any browser, um, and you use the current link and you put the model on there, if I go in and I navigate to your website, you can go to hopscotchinteractive.com now if you want in a quest, right? In a quest two or any <laughs> of these, and today you can view any Matterport space. It will say in your VR headset in this Quest 2, it will say, do you want to enter in, v in VR? Enter in VR right from the browser. So we already have this. So your question a few minutes ago saying, are people going to be like, this is the thing that's going to put me into, um, you know, Apple Vision Pro? Probably not because we already have it and it's not like a big game changer. The difference is that um this is a more or less gaming system this is really about like gaming it's not about enterprise use as much you're talking like, about the device in your hand rather the than device the device in my hand this this yeah. uh, exactly the meta quest and the, uh, the so, so let me just try and ask that question again so if you know if you were talking about a virtual reality experience a vr experience meets matterport 
-hmm. that seems like it fell flat. It fizzled. Uh, you called it a, a winter. Uh, Paulo called it a winter. Um, is there something, you know, with, is there, how important is it that Apple's come out? It says that this M2 chip plus the R1 chip to make uh, a latency free viewing experience. The the, uh, the 64 pixels for every pixel of an iPhone, uh, meaning there's 23 million pixels postage stamp size in each eye or the equivalent of 4K each eye. And I, you know, I remember when I, when I was using this device with my, my Samsung phone, it, uh, it looked like burlap in terms of the screen. It, it was oh, yeah. coarse. And it sounds like Apple's about to come out with a silky smooth uh, viewing experiences, as you described it, uh, yeah. Emily, uh, is and also the fact that you can come in and out of the experience of, of what, what I think of being in the real world versus immersed in a virtual world. So yeah. are these are these factors like super important in terms of the potential success of Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? It will Apple? help a lot. It, well, sorry, go ahead, Paolo. But um, yeah, go ahead. No, so um, I'm thinking that the, in general, for the success of Vision Pro, having a 4K resolution for each eye is very important because it opens up the possibility to do actual work, to read text, to, to spend more time on the device and do something meaningful other than just gaming. Gaming, if it's lower resolution, I can bear with it, but I cannot, uh, I cannot do actual work on, on a low resolution screen. Now, um, is it that, uh, how will Matterport uh, benefit uh, for, for, from the combination of, of this high res? Uh, well, photography will be better. Uh, the, the, the tour will, will, look, uh, will look better. However, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking something else. So Matterport as a company is, okay, it's doing the, the, the it's hosting all of these you know, the tour and so on, but it's becoming a data company. Uh, they just released, what was like a week ago, Genesis? Uh, June yeah. 14th, Matterport Genesis, a kind of like chat GPT for yeah. inside of a Matterport tour. Isn't that crazy and exciting? So yeah, is that good. relevant to our conversation for I Matterport so. plus Apple Vision so. Pro <laughs> plus Matterport Genesis generative AI, AI, yeah, all these keywords, perfect. So, 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 so I mean, just to, just to pause for our viewers, it means I, I, you're looking at a, a house and you type in, uh, show me the house without any furniture, boom, it's clutter free. Type in, show me the house with contemporary furniture, boom, it's filled in. Yeah. Is How significant is that in, an, in a Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro experience, Paulo? To, to me, it is significant because, um, for example, simple use case. I scan an empty office. I load it into uh, Vision Pro. And then through generative AI, I'm, I am sitting, I'm standing in the middle of this office and I can pre-visualize what that office might look like if we subdivide it in open space or individual rooms. And this is what Emily already did with her her app, right? Uh, the yes. Special. Now, is this better than holding up an iPhone or an oh, iPad? Totally. It's going to be better, but it's also, um, it's not as universal yet. That's one of its problems is that the price point is intended right now for developers and for early adopters. 
and it's going to show you what the future will be. And um, yeah, I mean, Paolo's right. This is totally relevant. The uh, Genesis um, being able to have Matterport combined with AI and to be able to, with a verbal prompt, uh, if you will, uh, pull a model off of a off of a URL, pull it out, through, grab the model and bring it into wherever you want to be. Like, you know, it can you can put it around you or you can hold it and probably rotate it. Paolo and I could be standing around it and looking at it like we already do with other AR experiences. So, so let me try a scenario and then have you comment on it. So uh, Emily comes in and she scans a 30,000 square foot empty commercial space. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, there, there's, there's not no drywall, nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, and the space is available for purchase or lease, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Now you've scanned it. Uh, and then it, you've, uh, uh, you're within, you've taken your Matterport tour with an Apple Vision Pro, perhaps even now standing back in the space that you were and say, uh, how many people can you fit in this space? And then all of a sudden, it, uh, uh, Matterport Genesis starts populating office furniture within the space. So now Paolo calls on FaceTime and says to Emily, hey, I want to show you what this space looks like uh, con configured with the most number of tables. And then em Emily says something like, uh, show me with more collaborative spaces. And so it reduces the number of tables, it reorganizes the space. Is that important to, is, I mean, is is that a, like, Paulo, does that blow you away? So to me, it's a, it's a, a use case, especially for commercial. Is it uh, like the 100, you know, 50% of use cases? No, it might be the 10% or I don't know, for commercial. Uh, sorry, did you say edge use case? No, no, no. Uh, it, I'm just I'm just saying, is it uh, like uh, the use case that will make uh, Matterport and Vision Pro sell a lot? Probably not, but well, for I, commercial, yeah. Real estate, I, I mean, I just add. I think to, it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I always think that innovation will always take place at the intersection of of Tosselini Productions <laughs> plus Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro plus a use case. That's about making money. So I'm always thinking that's the first making money. Case, is making money. It's sales and marketing. So if if a sales and marketing person could lease out that thirty thousand yep. square feet faster for more money, uh, you don't need to have a bazillion people look at it. You need to have the right person looking at that space. I agree. Who couldn't visualize how that space looks. So is is that? Emily, is that is that You're exciting? Killing me, Dan. You're killing me, Dan. Well, I feel like I need to send around the spatial first uh, pitch deck to everyone, and uh, you know, bring up the slide that we called Place Time, and we built Place Time Oakland, uh, which was basically using the spatial first app, and we got the grant from you know from Magic Leap to port it to glasses or to the um, Magic Leap. Um, because we saw that this was where it would head. And unfortunately, with the pandemic, we didn't quite get the chance to see it all the way to completion. Uh, and uh, things have changed. But not the thing that we always said at the beginning of that pitch for Spatial First was that, you know, um, empty space is painful. 
There's a lot of empty space right now. There's a lot of people not going back into commercial office space. And it's harder to, it's still just as hard to help people visualize something. But you're if in the you uh, greater, you're, Emily, you're in the greater San Francisco Bay Area. I believe the commercial real estate vacancy rate is about 25% today. That's correct. 25 it's, to 35, 20, 25 to 30. And um, and also particularly heavy in places like our um, our central business district, uh, the downtown financial district. And so we feel it. And I think that this is a this is the thing is like, you know, um, in the current scenario, getting visualizations quickly and uh, I mean, bringing the cost almost to zero in a way, if you're able to use Genesis uh, to give a verbal prompt to revise the vision of a space almost immediately, assuming you have low latency and you have a good stable, you know, Wi-Fi connection, then you are there in real time revising and collaborating and visualizing and having a shared experience with people who may not be in the space with you. That's what place time, that's what that whole concept what was trying to achieve. How important is it to be standing in that in that empty space and doing the Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? Uh, is is that part of it? Is having the client take off the Apple Vision Pro at some point? Or no, no, they're they're looking right through it. They can see the space. There's this and there's an overlay of the. But if they need to, you know, roll into their, they need to use that um, that button to basically turn it into a VR experience, and they're able to have the, um, you know, the ability to move through the space while they're stationary, like you do in VR now, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they don't need to be in the space. So you could either be in the space and see the augmentations, like the. Um, these points of interest and these you know different uh data points uh can be in the space or you could do that remotely it's much more comfortable obviously to not have to leave your house but if you need to go somewhere to view a space uh then you want to be able to impress somebody as much as you can when you're there so it is important dan it's really important and i think that uh owner operators of buildings are even more uh, you know, struggling now to figure out how do we stand out? Let, let me switch the conversation to a related space. You're in that commercial office building and some places, a mechanical, electrical and plumbing space, an MEP space. And I, I imagine that there's a lot of training that needs to take place around this space. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, we, we talked a little bit about making money, but I, I think saving money, saving time, uh, I'm gonna guess training is is a big category for that. Paulo, I see you're not in your head. What do you yes. want to talk about on this topic? I, I, I was going to actually bring that bring this up that, that uh, real estate might be one of the scenarios. Uh, but imagine if you are an industrial setting, you need to control in real time certain values, um, and those values uh, are are not there. Are, are, there is no uh, you know, display there, but the, the display is virtual. So you put it on and suddenly through internet of things, um, you can see green, yellow, red, uh, things that needs to be need your attention. Sure, uh, remote assistance is the, is the other use case that the HoloLens jumped on because there is money to be saved, right? Um, uh, the technicians goes into uh, this control room, 
they find something that is broken or is malfunctioning, they need help because they don't know exactly how to repair it. They call home and here is the, in FaceTime, somebody is helping the technician figuring things out. Training could be another another scenario, like a which, simulation. Which excuse me, which leverages what you talked about earlier in terms of communication and collaboration oh, meets totally. training, meets Matterport, meets Apple Vision Pro, meets some overlay of IoT and AR. Exactly. So whatever I see in, uh, whatever the user sees, uh, it can be seen by somebody else, an engineer at, um, at the headquarters. So I, I still want to ask the question, though. It, it just begs the question. I, I listed out all these devices that exist today mm -hmm. that sound like exactly what we're talking about. So what is it? What's different about the Apple Vision Pro versus all the VR, AR headsets that exist today? So to, to me, the field, of, uh, the field of vision, I think it's important. Uh, right now with HoloLens, uh, it was HoloLens One. It was this big. HoloLens Two is this big. I think it's the same for. Uh, Magic Leap. Uh, now we, we are seeing, you know, we are seeing a lot. We feel we are there, and I think that makes a difference. And whatever is the the, the, the graphic, the 3D model that comes out, it's very high resolution. It feels like real, and then it it stays there. It's locked uh, because the, you know all of this. Um, uh, sensors that un that understanding where this object is positioned and it doesn't move. It doesn't. You know, um, so to me, that that sense of reality adds a lot of value. I don't know, Emily. What do you think? So I think that I want to look at the use cases. For example, like if we look at the Microsoft Hololens and we look at uh, at which has the advantage and has always had the advantage of having existing relationships with the enterprise, and so it was a natural fit for Hololens to be something that a salesperson who's already repping Microsoft can go and say to their existing billion dollar client, hey, let's roll out a test with these um, HoloLenses. And, you know, this works with your, um, you know, Windows or not Windows 365, but your, you know, 365 uh, suite of apps and your suite of services. Um, and remember, Microsoft, I think, has this partnership now with Meta also to bring avatars in so there's more to come from the other players but our focus right now is apple because it's such a big deal but um realware has a very rugged device that is made specifically for bringing up information and remote assistance in the field they have a a realware 2.0 amazing device i just demoed it at awe and it's really specifically made to be thrown on the ground you know or like in a with a hard hat worn with a hard hat now my sense of the apple device is that the use cases that they showed were were ones like you know somebody sitting on their couch or somebody in an office space maybe in an architecture firm or somewhere where it's not as much of a rugged environment and the memes I saw day one were like, you know, every Apple Vision Pro person the next day and it's showing like a cracked screen. Did you guys see that one? That. So it's like, that's like, that's our experience of Apple products is that, oh my gosh, what if I drop it and the screen breaks, there goes $3,500. And um, so it's going to be, it's going to need to be less delicate if it's going to be used in those uh, more 
uh, extreme environments. And you also have to have like, um, uh, it has to be rated to be because it's a hot device, it has a lithium battery, right, it's going to have to be rated to be used in mm. uh, environmentally, um, you know, hazardous areas. So it's not an automatic fit for AEC, or what did you call it MEP? Mechanical, electrical and plumbing. Uh huh. Yeah, MEP, is it a natural fit for those environments? And I would say my get my first guess is no, and that it's going to instead, instead, it will rely on the fact that it has an the world's largest ecosystem of apps that you use for personal, for photography, for sharing and communication, and maybe collaboration. Well, and but let's bring there. it back to Matterport, because that, that's our audience. So, yeah. uh, it, you know, if you're a Matterport service provider, is this something to get excited about? Because you see this is a is a, a new business opportunity with existing clients or potential clients. Let, let me ask the question differently, Paulo. You 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 work with a lot of very large clients. Do you is are you like uh, are you in stealth mode as soon as we hang up here, working on <laughs> building out a a Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro uh, um, story for your clients? So. Um... It's it's a hard question. I, I don't have a, a definite answer saying there is a one scenario that will be the the use case for everybody. Uh, to me, there is going to be a lot of experimentation. Experimentation that uh, will will go well. Some other that will be an ex extreme and and useless. So until we 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 create those mashups and we 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 try them out and we and we figure out okay this is not necessary, this goes nowhere. I think it's hard to predict uh, what will stick and what will not. In Do you my have opinion, a corporate client in mind that you, you, you're thinking, oh, I, I, have the, I have the client, here's- the, To me, the low hanging fruit in my business is more like, uh, how can we visualize information or make an impact about a story in, uh, um, in a spatial setting? If we can bring in Matterport, as is the, from day one, there is going to be just a, a just a, a, a virtual tour. We can go to the extreme. We can extract the 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 three D model and and but even if we extract the OBJ, the matter pack, and so on, when we look at it in high resolution, all with all those defects, it will look worse than what it is on a screen. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we don't want to go down the, down that path. Maybe the key is. Uh, uh, using Apple uh, APIs to scan a floor plan, and then suddenly we can mesh it up with Matterport somehow. I, it's it's hard to predict um, uh, the possibilities. From day one, a lot of the iOS apps will be available. Some of them will be relevant. Some others will not. Just the yeah, fact that it I, runs. Me personally, I was just totally disappointed because I I don't, I don't think uh, you know looking at Word or Excel or something to bring it into a, it. That's I can't visualize using those apps in this experience. Then I know, but we don't know what real clients might might want. They might need an Excel spreadsheet on one end that they click a link and they see Matterport on the others, and that's for them is the killer app. For us, we're dreaming about expand all this on that. What what might that be? What what does that table do in relationship to Matterport, for example? So imagine having a a I don't know, uh, I'm just making up right now, but imagine you have a spreadsheet with all sorts of uh, locations and then you want to see what that, this location might look like. And you just have a, a 
a Motherport link. You click it, you get a Safari, and then you, you, you start going into immersive mode and suddenly you're navigating the house and then you come back into reality, which is your, your uh, visual pro space, and you go back to the spreadsheet. This cannot be done on, on, on a screen, on, 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 a, on a Mac or on a PC. You right. have to start you know, sw switching devices. And even if you switch devices, you might not have the same experience. So to me, this is a cool, you know, low-hanging fruit scenario. Is it right. super cool? Can I right. jump in here? Please, I, please. I, I want to go back to actually like this is part of the thing that is so interesting for me is that we are not going to have to reinvent the wheel. We just have to remember what we already did five years ago. Mm -hmm. For example, I want to share that Matterport had something called the XR collection and I don't I think or VR collection. And so basically what it was is and this was probably me and I don't know, maybe five people used it. I have no idea. But we, Dan, hold up your gear, your little cardboard again. I think Paolo has one too. Does it have a QR code on the side? Do any of yours have QR codes on the side? It's been so long since I used it. I just okay, don't Okay, so remember. Paolo's has a QR code on the side. Now, imagine this. Okay, so the thing is, is that the way we used to do it was we would help the clients. We'd get, they would order cardboard, they would put a sticker on with a QR code, they would scan it with their phone, and they would pull up a VR collection of spaces that were already preloaded for them to view, right? It was this really slick thing where I would scan all the spaces and then they would go into that collection and Matterport would help make the VR collection. And I think I had to go through support to get it, but then I, or there was a web, there was a web URL that I had and I could fill in the spaces of my Matterport models. And then, and then basically I got one link and that one link I just made uh, connected to a QR code. So imagine it's basically that same concept applies with the Apple Vision Pro and you're, instead of having to go through QR code, scan the link, do this, Instead, it's a web page that has not what Paolo is suggesting with a list and then the links to the models. It's the models themselves. And they're so already how, there. Yes, and how important to, organized. Uh, forgive me. How important is it the, the ability to tap or look uh, or pinch in order to go to that space? Is that a, is that interface super important because it it just made it transparent or magical to just be able to select one of those 10 spaces you're talking about, Emily? Sure. I mean, do you want to read it or do you want to just look at it and go into it? And like, yeah. you know, like do you, so it's whatever you do to reduce the friction between the time it takes to get the information and then sort of providing that, uh, that if you will, that display of information. So yeah, for sure. It's better. It's faster. It's more intuitive. Uh, let, let, me in, right? yeah. uh, let me go into a, a little bit of a lightning round here uh, <laughs> we, of some of the, the some of the features. I know we talked about, uh, Paolo, you talked about FaceTime and the 3D camera photos, video. Uh, um, how important are things like, uh, oh, we talked about see each other, uh, battery in the pocket. Is the battery in a pocket that gives mobility? Is that important? Not important. I, well, I think it's a necessity, right? If you want to take it someplace and then have a power for two hours, you need a battery pack. And then the, the, the processor is so powerful that then it needs a battery. So Visual search, <laughs> uh, the ability to look something 
up visually cannot be underestimated it's the it's going to be it's already being used in google lens uh or google uh so much can you and, give us an example emily uh okay so for example let's see uh, i could just reach for anything in my well something that you don't I'm, know i'm trying to relate it back to a matterport tour though so what is it it's something that i'm looking at within a matterport tour sure. and I, take, a, take a picture in a matter take a snapshot in the apple vision pro of an image and run that through a um, recognition type of, you know, an engine, those kinds of things where it, it would recognize all the objects uh, and it would tell you where to buy them. It could give you links to go visit the websites to buy them. There's, that's the thing is that it becomes fluid with all the rest of e-commerce. Uh -huh. Paolo, why are you shaking your head up and down for visual search? So um, it, I just was just visualizing what Emily was saying. So imagine I'm, I'm um, I navigate into a living room, I see a beautiful sofa. Uh, imagine if by just by looking at it and by tapping, uh, it um, the Google Lens uh, it, it, it does the same thing. So it's just a, a, a reverse uh, um, search through an image that is being captured from within Matterport. And suddenly you is populated with all sorts of e-commerce. Pretty powerful. You're excited about that. Okay. Um... Uh, it's, it's where, pretty cool. Is, where does not you, just Matterport, Dan, though. Any, it's a, you know, it, it, Matterport is one way, but that's, yeah, but there's many other ways. Because Yes, this, I just want to try and stay this focused. Could on, add -on. On, Dan, this could be an add-on. This could be an add-on to the existing, um, we, we probably don't, don't need even to be, to just be looking. It could be an add-on to one of these overlays. You just uh, right click. You you um, you select the the image, and suddenly it just goes and does the reverse search. So, so you might even just look at it, and it may and it may and it may be that you with maybe Matterport can figure out to say with a voice command or an eyesight that yep. you just added that chat GPT for functionality to, to say, what are my other sofa possibilities right here from Ikea? Let, let me, let me tell you another thing. So uh, I, my wife, she's an interior designer, uh, stager and so on. Imagine Francesca, if, uh, yes. Yeah, Francesca. So imagine if uh, somebody goes into a room, uh, scan with Matterport uh, and uh, can consult with uh, a, in FaceTime with um, a, somebody like my wife, who can say, oh, you know what, I think we should rechange the setting of this room. And here is how I suggest to do it. Genesis, because all of these assets are populated through Genesis, they can be moved, right? It's, they're not stuck there. And suddenly the, the arrangement is being done in real time through FaceTime right in front of your eyes and then you feel you are there and you you see this all this furniture moving and says i like it i i, I see how it looks like so that, so that might even create more opportunities for a specialist who doesn't need to travel on site and can only go visit two or three sites a day now is on available on demand and when you're asking uh, Matterport Genesis, this kind of this chat GPT four meets Matterport space to rearrange the furniture, you say, okay, let me ask a real designer like Francesca Pasolini sure. and say, uh, what do you think? How might we improve on this? 
now I don't know when Genesis will be released. I, I, do you have an idea? I, I want to say Matterport uh, on June 14th, 2023 said, I believe early 2024. Okay. So it, it seems to me almost like uh, we need to be there with generative AI. Let's announce something, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit early on. Okay. And uh, my sure lightning round's lot... going very slowly here. Let me try this with a, a different topic. Uh, <laughs> Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro plus Unity. Does that do anything for you, Emily? Yeah, I mean, it. it you can... Game, you can make it more into a game experience. You can, uh, you know, you could go that direction. I think of Unity as uh, something that enables more game-like uh, play, moving the, you know, moving the camera around. I don't know. I, I it could be interesting. Paolo? Paolo? Yeah, you can import assets from from Motherport, or you can create assets in Unity, and then the, the two can be blend together and creating some sort of a game, like like Emily said. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, Apple spent some time talking about spatial audio, and to accomplish that, is doing 3D mapping of the actual room. Uh, any comments on that? Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro plus 3D mapping of a room in real time. Is, is it an AR overlay? I'm just making up a scenario here. Imagine if, if, if um, um, somebody who sells um, um, audio equipment, they want to pre-visualize what the room and what the audio might, might, might hear like um, and what kind of different uh, um, effects might have by purchasing different, uh, different equipment, right? So using the different positioning, visually uh, positioning differently of the, this uh, speakers and so on, that might be a sale. I don't know. It's essential. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's cool. Sure. <laughs> so uh, I, I believe, Paolo, you mentioned that you watched the, the uh, live stream uh, of the Apple keynote, let's call it twice. Uh, uh, I watched, I guess I was one of 1 million. I then watched the Apple 10 minute video twice. 51 million people today uh, have watched that. Sounds like there's some interest in uh, in Apple Vision Pro. Uh, Emily, are you going to buy one day one? Yeah, I was hoping there would be a pre-order uh, at the end of the keynote, but uh, unfortunately there wasn't. So we have to wait till 2024, but I actually already know people who have one. And so I'm hoping to be able to get a hands-on at some point in the Bay Area. I have the advantage of, you know, having local friends who are already, you know, deep in, in, in the weeds on it. And we're invited to the uh, WWDC. So, I mean... These you are know, friends and colleagues that are uh, building third-party apps for the ecosystem. Correct, right. correct. And so yeah. there are already things that have been available for VR headsets already, and now they'll be building, uh, you know, a port to um, the spatial OS. And I okay. think that, or spatial, yes, yes, the um, Vision OS. Vision OS. Are you, are you buying it uh, just as soon as you possibly can and you're you're in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't. I mean, is that a I, learning experience? Do you have something specific that you want to accomplish? You just like, well, of course, this is the, the this is the future arriving, and you have to be part of it. 
Because I think that I'm, I'm not thinking about it like a desktop, Dan, I'm thinking about it like a camera. It's not a desktop for me, it's a camera. So it's, it's a new camera and it's a new way to uh, take photographs and it's a new way to communicate and to create media. So for me, it's not, even if it were all of these things that it is right now, I think of it as the future of photography. And I think that was mentioned. And so for yes, me, that- Yes, but we also that, don't know whether that's uh, taking a, a, an eight second video clip or a minute video clip or that you can shoot longer than that, but you don't care. It's 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 the next generation of photography. It's not relevant. related to Matterport, but you're gonna you're you're getting one as soon as it's available. Yes. Follow. Yes, I'll do the same uh, for multiple reasons. One uh, for research purposes. There is no uh, if if you know that you are in this field, uh, why waiting a year, knowing that this device will have a lifespan probably at least two years, right? I don't think Apple will come up next year with another uh, with another device. So why not being sooner in the game, learn as much as we can and, and experiment and be early on to the market and pitch into potential clients as a service, as an add-on, who knows? So yes, I'll, I, I'll, I'll purchase as soon as it's available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can always resell it, right? If, if it you know, doesn't go, I, 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 I bought, a bunch of devices, I sold them all. So it's it's like um, holding on, on on all the equipment. It doesn't necessarily make sense to me, at least uh, monetarily. But uh, this is new, and we have to be in. It's like something. It's something so new that um, and so important that you don't want to wait the rest of the world to be ahead of you. At least this is my. I have this sense of urgency to always try something new, and and, and experiment and and and. Let's share my findings. Awesome. It's very exciting because I want to invite you both back as, as, as soon as you have it and you've had a chance to play with it and, and talk more about, like, it's specifically about, I'm going to ask you the question about, you know, Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro and, you know, what, what's the vision for making money, saving money, saving time? Uh, uh, Emily, before we say bye, your final thoughts on perhaps uh, Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? I think that the final thoughts are, you know, I've been in the space since 2015 uh, in VR, but I have been, my senior thesis was on cyborgs and uh, the human machine uh, relationship and, you know, how computers help us and uh, how they may hurt us. And uh, I think we've never been in a more uh, exciting time to be seeing a complete uh, renaissance of media and a renaissance of the way that we think about uh, technology. So for me, Apple bringing, uh, completing this, you know, with Safari and like with everything, be, you know, being connected and us being able to have Web, WebXR on multiple, you know, on any device um, easily in any browser, uh, it completes something in this next uh, generation. And I think that that's, this is that moment. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. And I'm, I've been a, a long time, you know, uh, fan of XR experiences, and I'm just excited to see what I can make with it. Awesome. And Paolo, your, uh, your final I, thoughts on Matterport plus Apple Vision Pro? I, th I think, uh, like Emily said, uh, um, 
you just said that the word that I was going to use, Renaissance, after after this uh, VR, uh, you know, spike hype uh, winter, I think uh, the technology is there, uh, the opportunities are there. Uh, we have uh, a, a large user base of motherboard, um, you know, photographers. Uh, they are eager to try something new to differentiate themselves. Uh, uh, the team, why not jumping in, into this now that there is this possibility? It's expensive, so I understand if people will want to wait a little bit to see what's going on there. But uh, uh, for people who really believe into spatial computing, I think buying it on day one, it makes total sense. So that's what I'm going to do. And I can't wait for the future to arrive. <laughs> Paolo, Emily, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Thank Dan. you, Dan. Thanks, Paolo. We've been visiting <laughs> with Emily Ullman, CEO and Chief Media Officer of Greater San Francisco Bay Area Hopscotch Interactive, website hopscotchinteractive.com, and the We Get Around Network Forum at Hopscotch and Paolo Tossolini, founder and creative technologist for Tossolini Productions in Bellevue, Washington. Website is tossolini.com and then we get around network forum at Tossolini. Uh, for Paolo and Emily, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at five.